Welcome to Don't Everybody Leave. Say howdy to Mac King. Howdy. I am Matt King, and welcome to Don't Everybody Leave. Uh, I'm here with a bunch of my buddies, and uh, you want to bring them up? Uh, we got a great show for you. Our guest today is Derek King, but we also have the regulars, uh, Jason England, Jacob Jack, Nick Defott, Michael DeBell, Vinny Grasso. Uh, um, let's see. As we do uh, every show, we are going to start out with, um, hey, who died in the last few days? <laughs> <laughs> A rough week. <laughs> I'm good. It wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> all of us still seem to be Jacob. Yeah, we're welcome all still alive. To, welcome to Morbid Bastard with Mac King. <laughs> Morbid what? Morbid Bastard. Morbid Bastards with Mac King. Um, let yeah. Uh, our old buddy Mark Wilson just passed away, and um, I hope that the, his epitaph is uh, "Don't forget to point." Yeah. Oh my god! You feel alienated by that comment. You must not be a magician. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Hank Aaron, former yeah. home run king. Yeah, uh, Mac, I, I, I actually, my former sister-in-law uh, worked for Hank Aaron. So Wait, when I former sister-in-law, I, I was wow. married, and my <laughs> ex-wife had a sister. So she was my sister-in-law at the time, but uh, now I say former. Wow, what happened? I got a divorce. <laughs> oh, uh, oh to Hank no, Aaron. Is, is, is that your for, only one? Huh? What's that? Is that your only divorce? It's my only divorce. Yeah. And uh, I, people probably want to know a little more about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very young. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't believe that's ever been true, Vinny. <laughs> I was 24. She was 35. She had a 9 and a 12-year-old that I was taking oh. help and taking care of. So, oh, um, hey, Garrett. He was kidding. No yeah. more, Vinny. No, so it was it was really cool. Uh, she worked for Hank Aaron BMW. He had a car dealership in Atlanta, and uh, when we went down to visit, he gave us his seats for the a Braves game. So we had these amazing seats behind home plate. And then the next day, we uh, we went in and and met him. And incredibly gentle, lovely man, and also in, not very big, like in stature. Like I was expecting, you know, a pro athlete you know, to be, you know, six foot two or whatever, but he was just a, just a, I mean, normal sized human being. And uh, he, he was, he? he was just, yeah. Your, your scale is a little off, buddy. We <laughs> <laughs> should report that Vinny is not a giant. <laughs> no. Vinny's not a giant. Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, baseball players for, you know, they're not giant guys, right? They're not big you don't want to be a big have a big strike zone. Yeah, but you think the home run king, I mean, at the time he was still uh the home run king. Um, you would just think that for hitting home runs that you'd have to have some stature and power, but uh he 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 was not a, a huge human and still did amazing things like that. We just got a little bit of info from uh from our producer. <laughs> if you Google <laughs> Hank Aaron height, he was six foot tall. So, well, okay, then he were shrunk. Were you standing on a phone older? Or, yeah. <laughs> he, he definitely shrunk as he got older. I, I guarantee you. Or it could be most athletes, their stats are embellished, just like my online dating profile has me sure. as 5'8. And, and I am promo video and you're. <laughs> yeah. I'm 5'7 and a quarter. Today on the show. So. Today on the show, we no. had a Hank Aaron story, and as a bonus, it's not true. <laughs> tiny man, little tiny. Yeah, man. I'm so telling I, you, he wasn't <laughs> I guarantee you. Branch Ricky, he was a baseball manager, but I, I, I could have, I could be somebody else who at one point hired a little person. Um, sure, Ernie something. To, yeah, to to bat. To yeah, get from a ball, the strike zone was like you know, yeah, tiny, yeah. wasn't it? Wasn't that wasn't his name Ernie something? Wasn't that that little batter's name? I don't remember his the last little name. Little batter's name. <laughs> that, that was always on like the Guinness Book of World Records or Ripley's, yep. believe it or not. Yeah, it always popped up. Yeah, 
I have a bunch of things to say that will get me canceled. Right. What do you got? <laughs> I was going to suggest the name Hervé Villachez. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> Edward, Edward Carl Gadel. Smallest player to appear in a Major League Baseball game and gain recognition in the second game of a St. Louis Browns doubleheader on August 19th, 1951, weighing 60 pounds and standing just three feet, seven inches. He became when a short player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you well, what is it? Uh, Edward Carl Gadel. Uh, I don't know why I thought Ernie, but Edward. Okay, Eddie yeah. something. Because you thought he lived with Bert. I, he, I did. He made a single plate appearance and was walked with four consecutive balls before being replaced by a pinch runner at first base. You know you he's know going to first base. So yeah. I would have just plugged him at about 95 miles an hour. <laughs> right. That's right. That's saved, a good idea. Saved myself three pitches. <laughs> when they say his, pinch runner, it's what you want to do to his cheeks. <laughs> it's uh, His uh, uniform number was one-eighth. <laughs> that's not a joke right no that it is really, not a joke oh, that's really that true. true i remember seeing a picture oh, wow. of it yeah they actually changed the rules because of him so if you if you look they can't do that anymore what does that mean you can't be uh you can't have last minute for baseball no you can't have last minute roster additions like that you can't just oh, throw right. someone yeah, yeah, in yeah. on the uh, on the afternoon yeah, but I mean, but somebody could. I mean, I don't know why they don't do that. Just have somebody. Actually, I would say, uh, you know, have three guys on the roster. <laughs> so you get three consecutive. If someone walks. gets on base, then put these three guys in to walk them around. Yeah, walk a guy around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about baseball, but the actor that I bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to you. <laughs> you don't know much about baseball, but what? But he knows the temptations once sang the national anthem before a baseball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Finney, twice. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you the years and which temptations were in the lineup. <laughs> All right, Mac, what do you got for us? I got nothing for you. Uh, does anybody have anything for us? I, Mac, I, I got something in the mail I wanted to share with you. Oh, you did? I got, yeah, I got this. Oh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, and if, if you, oh, April my. 13th, uh, let me see if I can show the next page. Uh, I was going to go to this. It was last year that you were going to be inducted along with uh yeah, carrot supposed top. To be, i think february of last year or something i can't remember yeah when, but... so it's on are you going uh i nah, that that's not worth my time <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'm gonna go uh it's i mean there i think they have like provisions it's depending on corona stuff whether it's going to be inside it, it like pita plaza on that UNLV campus is outdoors, uh, I believe. Mm. So I think this year's, they've never done it like that, but I think this year's is going to be outdoors. But uh, I hope Ann Margaret is going to be there because, I mean, I. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I, th I believe there's like a big sex party with all the inductions. Because <laughs> <laughs> then after that, you could say that you'd slept with Ann Margaret and people won't check the date, right? Well, <laughs> right. If if there's a meal, I'm I'm sure she'll sleep through the meal, and you could just take a little nap during the meal as well, and say that you slept with her. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you slept together. Now, uh, I do want to say I don't see a home, time but... on there. Is it all day? <laughs> it's a whole damn day. <laughs> if it's Ann Margaret, it has to be. Yeah, for the viewer at home that's frustrated that they can't uh, see. Uh, Vinny's address. If you private message me on Instagram at Jacob Jacks, I'll just tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I went amazing, to, right? Yeah, I I get I I went when Johnny got uh, inducted. I went to that. I I just moved out here, so it was like one of the one of the first things that I I, I did when I moved to Vegas. And now they they send me every year when something happens. So. Uh, I think before Jacob and I were gonna just go and surprise you that we were there. But. Uh, that would have been sweet. Now, but now you don't have to do that. 
<laughs> yeah. If that's, Mac had seen funny. us in the audience, he would have gone like this. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, hey, surprise is not the right word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Those people uh, who might have come to this came to this. Right. Yeah. So I've only been to one other one of those, and that was uh when Lance was Lance Burton was inducted, and I gave his little induction speech or whatever. Uh, and he was scheduled to do mine last April for me. Uh, but, but now, now he's, he's no longer a Las Vegas resident, so I don't know what, what's going to happen with that. Uh, you're, you're right. I don't think anyone else will do it. Well, Penn and Teller <laughs> did it for Johnny. Yeah. No, I'm sure they would do it if I asked them. Or, you know, maybe the five of you guys should get up and do it yeah. as one. We could get I, 10 I to write one it. word at a time. Yeah, or pass it yeah that's right. <laughs> you want to do it the way I did the Gettysburg Address in elementary school up in front of my parents? Uh, I'd like to hear that right now. Four. Okay, Four. nobody else has put me on the premise. We're moving Four. On. I don't. <laughs> and. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course, Vinny only does the article. Uh, well, that's pretty cool. I, uh, I didn't know invitations had gone out. I had gotten a letter saying, hey, we picked a date, you know, make sure you're cool with this. So, but I didn't know invitations had gone out. I did not cool. receive an invitation. And I think it's because I moved so that I wouldn't receive an invitation. Yeah. Or, you know, we each, all of the inductees uh, can send them 12 people that we can request to please not be invited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we got five here. Seven if yeah. got our tech folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not going to be goldfish on every table, are there? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? Shoot. I meant to put uh, one of those little bowls that Vinny made up on the bookshelves behind me, and I forgot to do that today. Speaking of What's that? Our, I'm sorry. What were you saying, Vinny? I was like, speaking of that event, I mean, Jason is referencing the, your roast. Uh, today's guest slayed it on your roast. Uh, yeah, he did slay, slay it on the roast. Should we bring him in? Is that what you're yeah. suggesting? Should bring him, yeah. in, bring him in and make totally. him repeat everything he said at the roast publicly. Uh, <laughs> so uh, every so often I do shows outside of Las Vegas. And when I do, people fill in for me. And uh, other than the, you know, present company excluded, he's uh, everybody's favorite fill-in performer. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, uh, please welcome our pal Derek Hughes. Woo! Hey, Derek. Hey, guys. hey, hey. Derek, are you true. standing? Yes, I am. He's a stand-up magician. He's committed that's, to that. It's I'm required. It's it's yeah. I'm, it's because I'm he wants branding. us to know that he wants to go soon. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. have much time, boys. I I'm prepared to leave right this second. No, it's a it's a it's a you know attempt to burn calories. It's like a standing desk. Yeah, I just try to stay on my. The more I stay on my feet, the the more I might lose some of my COVID fifty. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I, yeah, all of us. And really. it's, I, you know, I think, I mean, I never had any problem with weight gain ever in my life. And then it, oh, in the last 10 months, I put on about 12 pounds. And I, I'm having, a, and two weeks ago, I decided I don't want that on me. And it's been really hard to get rid of. I see a package yeah. of fig yeah. in the background. No, but I mean, I mean, even a, even a pound or two in two weeks. I'm yeah, down. is it yeah, because pounds since January first? You're down 150 pounds. 15, 15, 150. <laughs> 15. <laughs> 15. <laughs> you said yeah, 15 if you're willing pounds, to not right? 15 to not be happy. I mean, you, yeah, Michael, 15. you did have some dramatic weight loss uh, uh, at one time. I know. Uh, the first rule of, <laughs> of yeah, potato club, club. Is you don't talk about potato club. Uh, <laughs> I call it potato club. That's uh, a good call. But you, you're down 15. Yeah, I I can't seem to budge. You know, like uh, I had this thing happen where I I got an app on intermittent fasting and it was working like a charm. I mean, I was losing 
up like about five pounds a week, mm-hmm. you know, initially, you know, for this, uh, you know, and it was feeling great. And I'm using a scale uh, at home. And then the I went off the rails when I had a, I had to go get a COVID test. So I went to a doctor's appointment and they weighed me at the doctor's office and my scale was at my home scale was off the exact amount. I thought I'd lo- I'd lost. Uh, oh so, my God. So even though I, st- I had, I had lost 30 pounds, but in my mind I was 30 back, you know, like, <laughs> and, and it was so frustrating. I just, I, I kind of gained it all back. Like it, Your wife's well, just I going in and turning really it down actually. about a day. <laughs> yeah. She's not happy. <laughs> but well, what do you think of the fasting is what works the intermittent fasting is i think what works the best for me anyway don't get your medical advice from jugglers but <laughs> <laughs> not eating for 20 hours a day and having a four-hour window and then eating only vegetables works pretty well Oh, <laughs> only eating vegetables in that window. I thought it was anything goes in that four-hour window. No, I'm stupid. Mm, turkey leg in one hand and an ice cream sandwich in the other. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to have a I mean, ham. I'm pretty sure I can eat a whole ham in four hours. <laughs> I know well, the I title of today's so. show. Which is? I'm pretty sure I can eat a ham in four hours. <laughs> yeah. The so challenge Derek, is on. Challenge accepted. Uh, yeah. yeah. I could probably. My fast begins hand. in one hour, so I'm gonna hit honey. Are you eating right I'll now? Tell you how I do? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I eat. Uh, I actually the window starts in seven minutes, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna push. I, I won't. I won't dive in. I'll. Uh, I'll hold off. I, I'm gonna call you. No, we don't mind watching. You don't want to see it. <laughs> so there really... are YouTube videos, right? Aren't there YouTube channels with millions of followers where it's just people eating food? Yeah. yeah I, believe that's, yeah. Uh, I believe that's a kink. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just about loneliness. Like, I have no one to eat with. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm going to eat with somebody. I, I Speaking of lonely people eating food, during when the pandemic first started, we, we would get together and on Zoom or whatever play, like, Jackbox oh. games. And Jacob was eating his dinner and i asked jacob what are you eating and it was a tortilla with mayonnaise and that's (laughs) it that was it and it was out of a tupperware bin that was red from like spaghetti sauce but probably from a year before (laughs) guys you promised i could use this show to meet girls yeah we said you have tupperware I would like yeah. to say something in my defense, um, but since I don't have anything, I think we should move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to say that uh, both, and this is mostly because I want to keep this job, that uh, both Mac and Derek are in my like top five uh, greatest comedy magicians of all time. Um, and I was hoping, wait, go ahead. You have a comment about that, Derek? No, I'm just yeah, Vinny Grosso is here. Oh. <laughs> I left enough room that it could be the other three guys, including myself, if I'm going to go maniac. No, my favorite thing in the world is worst heckler uh, stories or worst show you ever had that went badly. And so I know you must have some, Derek. Well, I'm still stuck on a mayonnaise tortilla. Is that like a family tradition <laughs> or was there just Cultural. nothing left in the fridge? I changed the subject to a compliment <laughs> of you and it still didn't work. <laughs> no, because it sounds intriguing and I might try it after the ham. Okay. Uh, like a, it's worst a heckler, worst heckler. You know, uh, uh, one of my teachers was a guy, Eugene Berger. Everybody knows, well, in this room knows Eugene Berger. And uh, a big thing he talked about was hecklers just wanted to want to participate. So I've never, I've never really viewed hecklers, and I, and I, 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 I can't right off the top of my head think of a, a time where someone was just a nightmare. Uh that would be also an entertaining story. There was, I mean, I did a, I did a <laughs> holiday party um, a little over a year ago uh, and the client had warned me, we have this one guy. You don't ever have, right now you don't have to say a little over a year ago. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true that. 
And uh, I was like, no problem, you know, because of the, you know, I've really, if I, I, I know if like, if I stick to my material and I keep it energized, usually there's not a lot of room for people to uh, take over. This guy was, fa- it was, it was like eight rounds. He was facing away from the action and he would just turn around and say nonsensical crap <laughs> and then turn back, you know, and he was like super obese and just like, I mean, I, it was mentally ill, his problem. And I'm right. like, I mean, the whole show went off the rails and, uh, I tried to engage him. Like I, I tried to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, and cause often you'll discover something and there was nothing to be discovered. And afterwards as I'm packing up, I, I, you know, the woman's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, is he someone's brother or like, why is he, is, I asked this, I said, is he like really, really good at what he does? And she's like, no. <laughs> like there was just no like why is he in the company he's not he's no status it's just like we're just he's been there from the beginning we started small and he's grandfathered in and here's so the the loop around is uh my my booking agent said well you know what do you want you know what do you want i got him to pay me double <laughs> because oh of the guy God. they're like wow. we're so sorry like they felt bad they paid me twice my rate so so that's the best uh, heckler ever. I guess that is the best heckler ever. Yeah. What do you do with that extra hundred? <laughs> <laughs> I bought my book or dinner. Um, <laughs> Eric, you did a I show did... in in Philadelphia at this this one place that Mac did it the following year, and it was probably Mac's worst experience performing ever. <laughs> What Mac, you want to tell them about yeah, you? We don't need to go down that road. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was you. Yeah, Mike Mills, Miller. Did clo- Mike Miller? I mean, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, clo- that room full yeah. of tux- drunk guys in tuxedos. Yeah, that's all we need to say. I don't <laughs> yeah. think we need to call them out. No, yeah. no. I'll tell you a story. Uh, Except for a, about- a room full of tuxedos and one guy in a kilt. For yeah. Me. <laughs> but, that's all. Was he your problem? Uh, yeah. That, wait, <laughs> that's your worst show ever, Mac? And you didn't you work some college somewhere oh, where a, a oh, kid had don't died even five minutes before? <laughs> yeah, that was my worst one ever, actually. Oh, but I've had yeah, I've had many. I've had many that could qualify for, I believe, for other people's worst. <laughs> <laughs> My, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know how whether I've told, I've told a lot of stories and you have too, Derek. Uh, but I my heckler story that I don't ever hardly ever tell that I I was doing a club and but the club had been bought out by some company and so everybody knew everybody and there was some woman who just wouldn't shut up, just would not shut up, just would not shut up, just would not shut up, and I. This club, uh, I really liked working there, and they almost always had somebody in the back, a doorman or something, who was really good about, you know, policing the room if necessary. But nobody went to this lady, and I couldn't figure it out. I looking around, and nobody was in the room. You know, usually they stood by the back door, and I didn't see anybody back there. And I finally just said, I sat down in the chair that I have on stage, and I said, uh, you know, the show doesn't go on until you go out. Oh, wow. And just sat there quietly. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. And, it, you know, and that's a giant risk, right? Because it's like, yeah. what if she doesn't leave? And what if, if she, she does leave, up? how much, you know, how easy or hard is it going to be to get people back on my side or are you know, it's just, but it was, there, there wasn't going to be a show if she continued, it just was impossible. And so finally the crowd egged her into leaving. And I started, I got back up off the chair and started whatever trick I was in the middle of or doing. And then some dude who was sitting at her table stands up he's wearing a, he's a big guy and he's wearing a hockey Jersey. I can picture him and walking towards <laughs> the stage. 
Mm-mm. And you could, you know, you could hear people's assholes just <laughs> <laughs> closing up. Let me get right. these scissors out of my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he gets up to the edge of the stage and he goes, "That's the last blind date I'm going on." <laughs> 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 then he went and sat back down. <laughs> you were not expecting 100% empathy. No, I was not expecting 100% empathy. It was great. Really good. Wow, that's amazing. Doing so many street shows, every terrible thing that can possibly happen has happened. I had police chasing a suspect, and they caught up to him at my show and tackled him into the audience like bowling pins. <laughs> Fantastic. I know that's a lie. Unless you mean like uh, nine pin. Bo- What's the least amount of pins you can have when you're bowling? <laughs> oh, wait. You're saying no one shows up to see me. Is what you're... <laughs> that's accurate. Okay. Well, no, no matter how many people are there, that would be the moment to load the cups and balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wait for it. Yeah. At the time, you may be surprised to know that at the time I didn't think of that. At the time, my decision was to end the show there and leave. What a fool. <laughs> I know. Much worse story. Yeah. Should we play a game? Okay. Uh, today, if everybody has their pens and markers, it's time for Prictionary. Uh, so uh, I've got everybody's name. On a slip of paper that I've torn out very professionally. We should make it clear that no one... I knew that you wanted to play this game, but that's all anybody knows. No one else even knew that. Perfect. We, we were asked it's to bring all... pens and paper. That's what we know. Yeah. And that's the fun of it. Uh, so I think uh, what will happen is we'll pick a name. That person will be the drawer. Everybody else will, will have to guess on what the drawing is of. The drawer will have 60 seconds, and the guessing can start when the timer starts. Uh, and I will text whoever the drawer is the prompt. So the first category that we had was magicians. First category is magicians. And the first drawer will be... Uh, actually, he Mac knows the first one, so we need to... <laughs> oh, is that me? Yeah, you, you do know the first one. Uh, why don't the first you let him draw? Why don't you let Mac well, draw? Well, because he, he knows what it would be already. Okay. Oh, I guess he could draw. No, yeah, sure. Mac will draw the first one. Uh, I will text you the prompt just to make sure that you know it. All right. I'm uh, looking at my... And I will start up a okay. timer. Yeah, no, it came through. <laughs> Got it. Good. Okay, I will start the clock at 60 seconds. And Mac is the main thing. Cool. And the timer starts now. Category is magician. Murray. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> A wonderful for first round. Uh, and was that, that was very correctly? fast. <laughs> who guessed who guessed that correctly? Was that Vinny? Yeah. Okay, Vinny, your prize is that you have to wear that fucking bucket hat that I know is sitting next to you. Uh, uh, and the person drawing will be Jason. So Jason, I will text you the prompt. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if Derek guesses, he's playing uh, for uh, Brett's soul in Louisville, Kentucky, and Brett will win a set of Mac King lecture notes. Oh, nice. <laughs> As if and, he doesn't have okay. seven autographed copies. But yeah. Okay, Jason, did that come through for you? So, Jason, do not st- uh, did you get the text with the prompt? It, it did. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I have not started drawing yet. I'm thinking, Perfect. but I'm not drawing. Okay, okay. Uh, and we will start the timer at one minute, and the time starts now. Do I have to show you the drawing? Uh, yeah, sure we're going. Yeah. going. Oh, yep. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Timer okay. has um, Abraham Lincoln. Pilgrim. Uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, Jeff McBride. There Jeff you go. McBride. Jeff McBride. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, that's pretty notes. great with the uh, 
Yeah, the wing hat was the the giveaway, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Or the yeah. long the curly light. hair, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the third eye. You didn't, didn't even do a mask. Brett, that was great. So Brett win, wins lecture notes. Great. Yes. He can have a second set of Matt King lecture notes. Uh, so and, the and, next and Brett, I'll I'll, uh, I'll sign those for you if you want, Brett. <laughs> I found a list of dirty Pictionary things, uh, and that seemed to be fun. Uh, so the, the drawer for the next one will be Vinny. Vinny and Vinny's bucket hat will be the drawer of the next one. I will text Who guessed Vinny. Pilgrim? <laughs> yeah. And how many points is that worth? <laughs> I do not want to see what Vinny draws in Dirty Pictionary. <laughs> this one is, I picked out two or three very tame ones. Uh, we could do a not tame one and see if it gets censored. Out. Uh, but we've got, okay, Vinny, do you have the prompt? Yes. Okay. And we've got 60 seconds on the clock starting now. <laughs> Another pilgrim. <laughs> Secondary uh, pilgrim. <laughs> dynamite. Uh, uh, penis, penis pump. pump. Penis pump. Uh, pump it up. Uh, 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 pump uh, up no, the chin. No, no, uh, en enema. Enema. <laughs> <laughs> if you yell it twice, is it more? No. The fluffer. The fluffer. Fluffer. No, Matt got it. Matt got it. He said fuck Matt doll. Matt got both. Fuck doll. Yep, we will count fuck doll. Fuck doll will count. I was going to say <laughs> anal, anal dynamite, but that was good. Okay. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was the actual thing? If you're, you, you uh, say you're blow up doll. Blow, blow up doll. doll. Blow up doll. So oh, that was, I should have said blow up doll because that's a little less nasty. Right. Yeah, fuck doll's oh. your nickname for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who saw a man with a very large. That's what I saw too. Instead of yeah, originally I saw yeah, leg was yeah a penis. Oh, I should. What does that say about us, Mac? What does that say about us? Also, every one of the dolls has the same face. It would not have been hard to draw a face. Oh right, I was thinking it was just going to be open mouth. All you got to do is a surprised emoji. Yep, perfect. There it is. Yep. And then I should have done triangle boobs, right? Yep. Yeah, and if you draw if you draw a ghost blow up doll, it just looks the same. You know, for a while, Penn and I were working on a juggling trick where we were passing six blow up dolls. <laughs> six. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's I could great. see three, but six is impressive. How? Uh, how do you catch how them? Many, how many could you do? I mean, how uh, many throws could you do? Well, that was the problem. We weren't uh, as committed as we perhaps should have been. After a couple of hours, we decided this is really harder than we thought. <laughs> so what happened to the six blow-up dolls? I wish I knew. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, well, half of the hosts are single, and it's a pandemic. <laughs> but a suitcase full of them right here. <laughs> what is that? Well, Your oxygen? It's cleverly disguised <laughs> yeah. in my Thomas and Friends suitcase. <laughs> That's the most uncomfortable you, I've ever been. Is, are you in Joe's room? Yes. <laughs> it's closest to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> really? Just hang, yeah. Hanging out in your son's room talking about blow-up dolls. <laughs> I will confess that the worst part of it is, is that it actually is Thomas and friends in the suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> it is not embarrassing. <laughs> more, more embarrassing than blow up dolls. It is Thomas and friends. <laughs> I have a show and tell thing that I want to do. Yeah, let's I go do that. I do. Um, last week we watched uh, uh, the one that Nick brought, which was a great variety artist. And it, it made me think, you know, there are some great variety artists that most people don't know. And there was a fellow, uh, I guess in the 1930s, started out in the 30s, named Willie Hall. I don't know if you guys have seen this before. Oh, yeah. But if we can run the tape. You, wait, wait, before you do it, have you seen this, Derek? Mm -mm. I mean, oh, I, I don't so know whether I've seen this particular video clip. There's a few video clips. There's a couple of them. And we'll talk yeah. about that after we watch this. This is the earliest one that I found. Willie Hall, the king of jazz.
<laughs> that was so much. Isn't that oh, the so best much. ending of a variety show you've ever seen? Hit with a chair. <laughs> We're all. So how come none of us thought of that? <laughs> Already well, been I just, done. I, I see his agents, you know, input all over the place. You know, like he has this incredible <laughs> skill. He can play music from any angle. It's not enough. You need big shoes to lean. Okay. <laughs> Still, there's what else? What else? Hit him with a chair. That's it, Willie. That's it. <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff about this that's really funny. First off is I have worn those exact shoes. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a fellow here in town who owns those shoes and doesn't know what they're for or anything about them. And I, I was playing through his, his props one day and found them and, and walked around in them and they were great. And it's impossible to stand on your toes like that. Impossible. You just can't do it. Wow. <laughs> so hard. Um, so you're talking about a fellow that has some collectible items, doesn't quite know what they're for or worth. Is right. Copperfield. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I expect a call from him now as soon as he finds out someone knows where these shoes are. No doubt. There's also a fascinating video, and I didn't have time to track it down, of uh, Willie Hall a number of years, maybe 20 years later. Yeah, on that's the, the one on I've the, seen. On the Spike Jones TV show. Yeah, that's the one I've seen. And before you. Wow. Go ahead. You can go ahead. There was something in the title card that was confusing to me. Uh, yeah. His moniker. Uh, One of the Whiteman his... boys. Yeah. I do not know What's anything that? about that. I don't know anything okay. about that. But what is fantastic is seeing uh, someone doing the same five-minute act 20 years later in his life. Because as all of us know, you get better as you do it a million times. And by the time he's on the Spike Jones show, he has done it a million times. And there are a whole lot of more gags and a whole lot of perfect in it. As great as it is there, it gets even better. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I thought the one on Spike Jones was even better. I mean, it's more yeah. streamlined and more uh, uh, the timing is better. Right. I mean, it's got nuance. Every little, tiny little thing. Yeah. Every moment of it gets a laugh on the Spike Jones show. Yeah. Do you but have that? These, or? No, the Spike Jones estate has blocked it and made it really hard to find, and I just didn't have time to track it down this morning. So I, I, I might have it on VHS. I oh. know Charlie Fry does, and yeah. because that's that's where I got my copy from. That's where I first saw it, and I, yeah, it's. I just have, I have one question. Uh, what's a VHS? <laughs> right, right. No, I think people that aren't performers, or, or maybe especially people who aren't variety performers, it's so counterintuitive. Not just that you're better at a trick three thousand times into doing it than you are a hundred times into it, but between three thousand times and ten thousand times, you, you're still changing stuff and making it better. Right? How many times have you done that rope trick that you open your show with, Mac? If you had to estimate the number, uh, twenty or forty. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't, I mean, I, it, it's yeah. at least 20,000 times. Yeah. So here's yeah. a question, Mac. Uh, can you recall the last time you had an idea, an aha moment with that rope routine that made it one step better? I, uh, just say, I, recently, don't remember, I, don't, I can't say, no, I can't specifically say the last time. But I can tell you that it hasn't stopped happening. Yeah. One that's, you know, that's tiny what's little thing. Yeah. One tiny little thing where I go, oh, yeah, that's better. You, you know, and, and also, I don't I mean doing it that many times, it's unclear to me whether those new ideas are actually better <laughs> or it just makes it more interesting for me. Sure, and no one else notices. Right. There's a in novelty the aspect. Yeah, I was gonna I, say yeah. in the eleven years that I've seen you do it, I think about eleven years, uh, uh, you've added two or three touches to jokes or new jokes to that that have made it better. Uh, I mean, you added a Princess Bride reference to it a few years ago that makes twenty percent of the audience laugh really hard every time you do it. Which, you know. You'll have to remind me of what that is because uh, <laughs> when I start doing shows again, because I don't even remember what you're talking about. Yeah, this is, I want to point out, this is the best part of having Jacob as your friend. You'll do a show and he'll go, <laughs> how can you left out the Princess Bride joke? And you go, 
Oh, the Princess Bride joke. I used yeah. to do a Princess Bride joke. I could put that back. <laughs> I, I put a huge laugh back in Gudo's act. I said, you know, you used to do like three gags with that blindfold. <laughs> He's like, oh, I had a blindfold in my pocket. I didn't even take it out and use it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What's the Princess Bride joke, Jacob? Uh, I mean, you, so you're asking me to do Max material? No, no, just tell us what the joke was. We we oh, know I, his. Because I was going to say this is a day that I've been waiting for for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it doesn't play out of context. It is, a, it is it's a joke that's thrown away as an aside. But uh, he says that he's able to bite through the rope with his teeth because they're sharp like a small rodent. And then he thinks and goes, actually, a rodent of unusual size, which is oh, a yeah, Princess yeah, Bride yeah. reference. And again, here it's going right. to bomb. But in the context of that, there are Princess. Oh Bride no, it bombs every time I say it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Princess Bride fans are are militant, and they are sprinkled throughout the crowd and delighted by that. Yeah. So. And the other thing I'm is, not just here to. <laughs> I, Good. I did a show. I did a joke in a show one time. One time I did this joke, and it was a joke about the 500 the hats of Bartholomew Cubbins. Right. Yeah, the kids' book. <laughs> very. <laughs> very small, obscure little book. I did a joke about it. No one laughed. Ten years later, a woman came up to me and said, I was at a show, and you did a joke about Bartholomew Cubbins, and it was the funniest thing I had ever seen. <laughs> I was like, oh my what God. are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> laughed. Nobody. Well, <laughs> this is even... a lesson, though. This is a testament, yeah. uh, Goudreau, that you gotta tr you got to leave a joke in for at least 10 or 20. Let it die 20 times before you don't trust your initial impulse to put it in. Right. Yeah. Because you thought it was funny, and and clearly it was. Right. But we also have that realm of knowledge problem, and that is that, you know, how many of us here have even heard of Bartholomew Covens? You know what right. I mean? It's, uh, yeah. See, it's yeah. not a big, it's not the majority. <laughs> yeah. I think it's hard. I think about this, too, like that idea of, you know, we, we entertain audiences and we use pop culture references. And pop culture is now getting so fragmented. I mean, it used to be there was three major networks and you could yeah. you could reference a, a, a TV show everyone knew. Yeah. But now it's, I mean. Uh, you used you know. to be able to do it. You could say a reference to what Johnny Carson said last night and everyone had seen it because that's everyone watches Johnny Carson every night. Yeah. And now right. he's dead. <laughs> I think we looked at him to death. <laughs> no, there's a great there's a great Joel Hodgson quote, you know, the creator of Mystery Science Theater 3000 and a million other great things. And he always says, not everyone will get this joke, but the right people will get this joke. And I always try and think about That's that when great. I put stuff in my But I also think there's the converse of that is if your entire act is niche references, then you know, you might leave some people out. But then you're Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dennis speaking of Miller. dead guys, uh, the uh, you have to leave. <laughs> no, but uh, God rest the soul of of Mark Wilson. And I want to tell you guys, if you haven't seen it, um, the the movie One Night in Miami, which is up for a bunch of oh awards yeah, yeah. And will be recognized in in the beginning of that film. There's a Mark Wilson reference. Uh, oh really? One yeah. Of the one, yeah, one of yeah. the performers. Is, there's a black musician who's gonna he's gonna sing at a club, and the booker the club's like, "I could have had Mark Wilson." Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and the other guy. The other guy. We we watched that movie on the back patio. Jan and me and uh, Jacob Jacks came over and sat eight feet away from us uh, on the back <laughs> patio and watched that movie. And we were we all looked at each other like, "Holy moly, Mark!" Yeah. Wilson. Yeah, that's cool. Is that put right? Yeah. Like that in it's it's you know for the people that get it, it was like that was for me because the guy in the movie, the guy responds. He says, "You know, I could have had Mark Wilson," and the other guy says, "Mark Wilson from the Magical World of Alakazam." Like, <laughs> yeah, the Magical Land of Alakazam. <laughs> yeah, we were just giddy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So then his his legend lives on. Yeah, here's Cheers. to Mark Wilson. Yeah, to Mark Wilson. I have a. a thing i want to talk about um uh the, or really i just want to uh grill derek hughes about it um which is this book mm. which is you called oh, speaking, of, speaking of kids books speaking of yeah. Bartholomew yeah. Cubbin. this is this is a book derek wrote called uh, humpty dumpty live near a wall and it's fantastic um and it's kind of a see anything if i describe it i'm going to just make you mad i feel like it's a reworking of the classic humpty dumpty poem with Beautiful illustrations, and I know you and performed. Mexico paid for it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 did you say? I said and Mexico paid for it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, that's so I self-published. I self-published that first edition, and yeah. Penguin Random House picked it up oh. and bought it. And I do feel like the politics of the time was uh, played no small part in them being excited. Uh, on the back of the book, it says, "Looks like the wall may have finally met its match." Ha. And I think <laughs> you know. Amazing. That's uh, awesome. So, I mean, other than plugging it, which I do want to do, I wanted to ask you because you performed a magic trick version of that story on America's Got Talent. Oh. Uh, and I'm just curious if you had the story first or you had the. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I just want to know how you came up with that and if, if, if the magic trick was in mind first or reworking the story was in mind first or how that happened. You know, that's that's I, I'd love to share that. I did. A, I did. I did. a. I kind of mashed up a Gene Anderson paper tear. <laughs> Uh, with the poem that was in this book. Uh, and so I, I had originally written the poem and I, I performed it in my show, Spoken Word, you know, just sort of a non sequitur interlude. Uh, no, trick, no trick involved at all. No trick. And, yeah. uh, but I did it after a trick failed. Uh, I did a, I do a gag with the, I used to do a gag with the paper tear where I miss a piece falling to the ground. I don't see it. And then, oh, damn it. You know, and I end like, like I failed the trick. And I would say, well, it's, it's okay to fail, you know? And I talked about that we're all afraid of failure and it's because Humpty Dumpty fucked us up. You know, I mean, the story <laughs> messed us all up. So I rewrote it and then I do this poem where Humpty's a hero, you know, he climbs the wall um, and he still dies, but he inspires the kingdom to all build their ladders and climb the wall. And people would come up to me after and say, who wrote that? Where do I find it? And I'm like, merch. Uh, so <laughs> I asked my good friend Nathan Christopher, would he illustrate it? And Nathan is an insane local artist here in Minneapolis, attention to detail. And he was taking not months, but years to illustrate this short poem. And I'm like, Nathan, I would ride him. And he's like, not ready. It's not ready yet. And I mean, there's, you know, there's a reason, you know, like the, the illustrations are just... Oh, wow. um, I mean, yeah. Wow. Off the charts, you know, he has wow. one of my, one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think one of my favorites, uh, you know, how long it turn takes to color in a red page like that. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Right. So, so he's taken forever. Uh, so then I'm, I'm doing America's Got Talent and I know I want to do the poem in some way. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do the poem, but I want to, Delgadio, uh, our friend Derek Delgadio is like, you got to do the poems. You got to somehow you do that poem. And uh, John Lovick was like, you should do the newspaper. You should do your Gene Anderson paper tear. That's a good trick. And that was like, hey. So I contacted a printer in Minneapolis in a one week window between uh, live appearances at Radio City. And this guy, I get, he championed the idea, you know, and uh, this industrial printer made a, a hundred copies of, uh, you know, two panels that I could fold together on newsprint. And, wow. uh, and then I, I wore pajamas and I went, I went out on stage and I said, I'm going to read my kids their bedtime story through the miracle of live television, something I can't do when I tour the country. And, and then I, you know, read the story and tore it up and put it back together and... I would love to add that to the show, but you can't see that the the idea came from NBC could do a huge book on the LED wall behind right. me at Radio City. So I could have this yeah. huge book and the pages could be turning as I'm standing center stage, you know, paging through the <laughs> little the booklet and everyone could see that detail, you know, from in, in a 6,000 yeah. seat venue. But I can't tour... I don't have iMag, you know, when I'm doing one nighters. So, uh, so I have a stack of those. You don't, you don't have a truck. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't have a no, truck. Okay, I... magic of... Good. Well, I was going to say, I was rehearsing that in a, in a hotel in, uh, in New York, you know, a ton, uh, just burn, burning the, the prints, but I said industrial printer. And I think I killed, I mean, I can't express the headache, uh, <laughs> locked in a hotel room with printing fumes you know i mean it, it transcendent derek can you do that on, on in an online show now your online show could you do it i i could yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i i could thanks why are you giving him homework <laughs> 
you know, I did. I the plan is okay. So you guys, Nathan, it's not ready, so I really shouldn't do it here. Talk about it, but uh, the idea. This is stupid. Why am I? Even, <laughs> the idea is this is I stupid, but a, it's great. I have a PDF version of the book, so the idea is I would show the panel where Humpty is sitting on the wall. This beautiful, this is compelling television. So, uh, show Humpty sitting on the wall, and then. Whoa! Uh -huh. oh. <laughs> yeah, and oh, and then uh, and then he's he'd be he'll be gone from the wall. But again, why <laughs> did I just do that? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Nathan painted this ostrich egg. That's banana. This guy, this kid. That's fantastic. So I've certainly uh -huh. never done a, a TV appearance that big. And how many? Individual appearances did you do on AGT? I think it's seven, but I don't count the last one. So here's the last one. And, and this is he's a very good friend and a sweet person. But one of the perks of making it all the way to the end is then in the final performance, in the, in the reveal show, uh, everyone who's made it all the way to the end, uh, all the finalists get teamed up with a celebrity. And you get, you know, network quality footage of you performing with a celebrity which would, you know, what, how great for promotion. And my celebrity was the previous year's winner, Matt Franco. <laughs> so, and I love Matt Franco. So but I'm nice. not going to add to my promo reel the guy that won, <laughs> you know, oh, on great. stage with. <laughs> so I say I had six, I had six performances. <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask how, terrifying was the initial one and did they get easier or did they stay terrifying or do you not get nervous about stuff like that well that's where that's where you know ten thousand hours comes in really handy because yeah. i wasn't doing anything brand new for the first rounds uh, yeah. i built up the courage to say hey maybe i should do something totally new with the newspaper tear and a poem and wear my pajamas and that was later in the run you know early yeah. on i was doing you know, like i i opened with my closer you know and yeah. uh, I kind of worked my way backwards through my working set. And uh, for the finals, I, I performed my opener. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so it really felt like a, like a, just yeah. a, a show, you know, and, right. and every show is important. So, yeah, uh, it just seems like just a weird environment because they are they're they're potentially people who are miked and will be adversarial to you. Uh, but I mean, you did well. So, but that would make me nervous. You know, I took that in. I took that into consideration, and I kind of developed a stump speech, because uh, you know I don't want to get sarcastic or, or jokey with the producer who's interviewing me, and then have them take that completely out of context. You know, right. you know, uh, <laughs> I'm a total Nazi about practice. Oh, great! <laughs> now. <laughs> They can edit that. Yes, yes um, they can. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's like we're going to edit it in this show. For yeah, just like you're right. right. Yeah, wait till you see how it looks here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's our title, Jacob. <laughs> All right, fine. I've been usurped. <laughs> I only have one other question for Derek, and then other people can bother him. Uh, if you had a clown name, what would it be? <laughs> well, I would steal I would steal the clown name. So there's a college agent, uh Mike Hyman, he's great. And uh we were at a You would, a you would want to be called Hyman the clown? <laughs> no, listen, listen, hold on. He tells me. So Mike, Mike, uh we're talking and uh, and I say I get I get my uh my insurance, my liability insurance through the right. World Clown Association. So I'm a card-carrying member. Uh thank God for the World Clown Association. Uh <laughs> But um, he says, my dad's a clown. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he pulls out a picture and he shows me his dad. And his dad's full clown gear. He's got a big name badge that says Floppy. And I'm like, your dad is Floppy Hyman, the clown. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be Floppy Hyman. All right. That's, yeah, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Derek, do you want to play a, a, a fun game? Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> We're uh, hoping so. We we have a we have a game here that we call Did Jacob say this on Tinder? And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to say a sentence or a, a statement that Jacob may or may not have said on Tinder, and uh, we'll go around and ask people what they think and why they think he did or did not say it, and then the the final yeah, none vote of us have heard any of this. No, and, and I don't know whether it's true or not. I, I, Jacob gave me a list, and I don't know which ones are accurate and which ones aren't. And if you can get two out of three, we're going to give a prize to – do we have another person that Derek can play for? Uh, yeah, they're playing for, uh, let's see, Bill Arnold in uh, Min Minneapolis. Bill hey. Arnold. Oh, a fellow Minnesotan for you. Yeah. <laughs> So at no All point right. do I get a signed copy of the lecture notes, just to be clear. Correct. <laughs> so uh, oh, first you get no copy of any kind, actually. <laughs> Seems like the most vulnerable person in the game should get a present. Uh, the first one that I have here, did Jacob say this or did he not on Tinder? I find people a lot younger than me less interesting. Uh, that sounds, I mean, I know he, in fact, believes that. But what are <laughs> that is not the question. That is yeah, not that's the right. question. That's not the question. <laughs> but do you think, Mac, do you think he said that, actually said that to someone? Well, I, don't, I mean, I, he, yeah, I mean, he, I don't believe Jacob, I don't, I, I feel like on Tinder, the person he's talking to, his feelings don't matter as much to him as maybe they should. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably say that in general, right? I yeah, would say, yeah. Oh, I would true. Say he, he did not say that because that's not insensitive enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Derek? You're, you get the final answer. I, I think he did, and I think the context is he was, he was uh, talking to someone in their late 40s, a woman that uh, he was trying to impress, and... Uh, let her know that I find people much younger than me uh, not very interesting. But you, you aged hag, I find you. <laughs> so uh, it's not um, it's not so much that I'm freaked out that Derek knew that I did say it. It's how did he uh, get on my Tinder and remember all the rest of the stuff that I also said to her? <laughs> Derek, is right. that is correct for that one? Ding, 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 ding. All right. Question number or, or statement number two. So you love comedy, but also messed up stories about childbearing slavery. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. You love comedy, but you so also you love comedy, but also messed up stories about childbearing slavery. Childbearing yes. slavery. Slavery. Yeah. Hmm. Jason just looks disgusted. <laughs> that, that sentence doesn't even make sense to me. Not the way Vinny that's read why it. I think. That's why I think, yes, he did say it. Because it doesn't <laughs> make sense. And I think he was trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, you're not in my top five comedy magicians anymore. <laughs> is that another true statement, Jacob? That one is true, and I know the context. Wow, he's two for two. Wow. Wow. You just won, Derek. We don't even need to do the You've third already one. won, but uh, for the bonus round, they, <laughs> they, uh, if, if, if he gets three for three, Bill Arnold does not have to receive the. <laughs> <laughs> you want the context of the previous one, or is that not interesting? Yes. 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 I want you to say it in the right tone. Situation. Because that's that sentence didn't even make sense as a sentence to me. Yeah, what's the uh, lead-in? What's what's the what's the conversation? Let me find it here so I can read it. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't seen. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, raise your hand if you've been ever been on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Nick just knew that I would call him the fuck out if he didn't raise his hand. Right. <laughs> Well, I knew uh, Nick. Turns out uh, none of the married guys. That's weird. Yeah. Hmm. So, <laughs> and, and what a shocker. I mean, it really, it, it came after, it came <laughs> after I was dating. You know? Yeah, it came and after I, it would have been useful, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is it useful? Uh, is it useful? No. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's useful. 
<laughs> it, Jacob is mining it for comedy material. Right, for a podcast. <laughs> it was rather Context. pedestrian. The correct, the correct inflection is, so you love comedy, but also messed up stories about childbearing slavery. And it was just me asking someone what their favorite TV shows were, and she said South Park and Handmaiden's Tale, and that's my description mm. of those two genres. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. The, the phrase childbearing slavery does right. make sense in the context of handmade tale, but I'm like, I didn't know yeah. it South Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I did not, That's those words in that order didn't make any sense to me when you said it. I Got couldn't it. think of a more epigrammatic way to categorize that show that was also funny, but maybe I just shouldn't be on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, Bumble. All right. So we got one more? Yeah, we got one more. Um, I am fully ready to be nerdy now. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, Is there an I option mean, for I hope you did if, Did he send you only three, or did you just pick three from a big, giant list? I have a big, giant list. Oh, okay. I, I, so just, I basically big... did the first three. On the list, I, I didn't you. even jump around. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say that's true then, because he sent you probably like six true ones and then six false ones. Right. <laughs> I did not tell him the ratio. I think I sent him 14, and I didn't tell him the ratio of how many of them were true. And, and I asked yeah, him to have them not all true and then false. Oh, I got you. But I, I, I don't know if he, you know, I don't. It's Jacob. I don't. I, I I find the idea that he has another gear out of nerd to be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but now but I'm going to get nerdy. Now <laughs> it would be accurate to say that that is true. That I have no other gear. But would I want to present myself as having other gears to a woman? Are any of yeah, the it's... entries? Would you like to come over for a mayonnaise tortilla? You skip to, to the next segment, which is this week's euphemism. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys speculating more? Or do you want to know? Derek, can you go three for three here? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say that, uh, yeah, he said that. Derek Hughes is three for three. Nice. nice. So, Mac, oh. Mac, I think you are correct. Second you just gave me all true statements. All of <laughs> yeah, that's all that's all that's Mac, yeah. Mac is the true detective. He, yep. Uh, I, I think, you know, I mean, we've had, we've been talking uh, for like 70 minutes, yeah, and that yep. seems like a good length for a show. Um, <laughs> anybody got anything I to wrap up? I want to the thank side Derek note is Mac's wife just texted him. Can I can I come into the house now? Are you done? So that's <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, right, correct. Yeah, before we end, I am curious: is yeah. is Defat at your house? Uh, he might not know yet, but yes. <laughs> I mean, is that yeah, a green we, screen uh, of we all, we all, we all quarantined? We all, me and Jen and Nick, all quarantined at our house at each other. At our own houses for uh, two weeks, and, now, and then we uh, picked a house out of been... a hat as to which house we were all going to go to, and somehow we ended up in Max's house. But so Nick's in the Casita for uh, I don't know a, a few a few days. days. <laughs> yeah, 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 great. We, just, he's just asked Randy and Christy how long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, Nick's, Nick's doing this uh, this COVID thing right, I think. Yeah, uh, nobody knows that I actually don't have an apartment. <laughs> Nick is what's known yeah. as a quarantine slut. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not that people don't know you have an apartment. They do, they don't know that you don't have a castle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just take pictures of other people's showers and put them on the internet. That's my game now. <laughs> On Tinder. <laughs> uh, the one thing I do want to make sure we get to before we leave is, Derek, where can people buy that book that is best for you, and where can they find out more stuff about you? Hey, great. StandUpMagician.com. StandUpMagician.com. There's a link to the Penguin Random House site where you can buy a copy of that book for yourself and uh, links to some videos of, of uh, stuff that I've done. And you can also email me. 
or contact my corporate booker. <laughs> I'm pretty lonely. I may email you sometime in August. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. This is super fun. I, hey, thank you. So you. Oh no, uh, uh, Barrett, thank you, and you know Jacob, Vinny, Nick, Jason, Michael. Uh, thanks to uh, Stephen and Nikki Sikulski for all the behind-the-scenes work. It's fantastic. Um, I want to just uh, end this by uh, springing a question on Jacob Jacks. Uh, Jacob, what was my favorite thing from the show today? Your favorite thing is that I'm fully ready to be nerdy now. <laughs> uh, that's right all right uh so we're going to close with uh as we always do a uh, quote from my good friend george clinton um you don't drink what i drink you don't smoke what i smoke you don't think like i think you don't joke like i joke see you next time i'm matt king